Clay Purview. Watch Speedway live or on demand. And SRV Road Freight Services. Excellence in motion. Bring you Speedway Nation with Jared Ash and Ryan Harris. Right across the SEN network. Welcome back into Speedway Nation live around the SEN network. Brought to you by the team at SRV Road Freight Services. Excellence in motion. Ryan Harris, it is that time of the year. It's Christmas and it's also Christmas for Speedway fans. Boxing night. I'm excited for what is to come. A massive week of Speedway action. Well, it's the time of the year that everyone becomes a weather expert in the Speedway world as well. So <laughs> that's always exciting. Everyone's keep their eyes peeled because it's Speedway night after night after night after night. It's a great time. Um, we all love it. We all love getting to the track and, uh, yeah, bring it on. Yes, 19-odd events on Clayperview uh, that week from Boxing Night through busy. the New Year. So just we've got a little bit on. Pretty busy. <laughs> Uh, featuring very heavily amongst those 19 events is, of course, the uh, the two sprint car speed weeks on the East Coast and the West Coast. I suppose today we'll just have a little bit of a look through them. Later on, we'll chat to Gavin Migro, who's the uh, promoter at the Perth Motorplex, which would be exciting to get his his take on the WA Speed Week and how that's all shaping up. But busy time of the year for sprint car fans. It's usually the traditional World Series Speed Week. Obviously, last few years, it's just been a speed week for the tracks across South Australia and Victoria. But... Uh, Plenty of excitement coming up. Good lineups across both speed weeks. Yeah, that's exactly right. A nice rebrand for the the Clayperview um, Speed Week um, or Speed Week for um, the East Coast. Uh, that looks really good. So nice work and kudos to um, Mowbridge and Avalon um, Borderline and and, and the, all the team down there that, that put that together. So that looks really cool. Great lineup. Um, I must admit the lineup for um, Boxing Night at Murray Bridge is better than I initially anticipated. Um, so that's quite exciting. Um, it's going to be great. A great little series. There'll be some blow-ins here and there that um, add some spice to various rounds because it is a busy time. There is some SRA stuff as well, um, obviously, um, at, at Avalon Simpson through that week as well. So East Coast, plenty going on. WA, absolutely fantastic as well. Yeah, we'll probably do the bit of a head-to-head comparison and have a look at things. And there's there's really strong points for both both series, of course, the uh, the Clayperview Sprint Car Speed Week across South Australia and Victoria. Two nights at Murray Bridge Speedway, 26th and 27th of December. Next night, Borderline Speedway, the 28th. So really busy period for those guys. Three nights, bang, 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 one after the other. Borderline Speedway always puts on fantastic racing. Night off, then they go to Avalon Raceway, uh, just outside of Geelong, Lara and Victoria, 30th of December. One night off for New Year's. And then Warnable Premier Speedway to close out the, the week. Really nice, tight, compact schedule. You compare that to WA versus USA Speed Week. So... A little bit more broad, spread out. Mm. So, Boxing Night at Perth Motorplex, 28th at Perth Motorplex. Then they run the 1st of January at Bunbury Speedway. Back to the Motorplex on the 2nd of January for that annual show there. Mm. 6th of January at Bunbury. Then they round out the series on the 13th of January at the Motorplex. So, that becomes speed weeks, effectively, for those. So, I've always been a big fan of let's nice, compact, tight racing. It allows the guys to go up and down the East Coast. Obviously, a little bit of a different model in America, but I'll probably give the little... Just a little tick in the box to Speed Week there for uh, across South Australia and Victoria. Big fan of that nice compact schedule. Yeah, it's been a tradition for so long and it, it works so good. And, and look at the people that do do the, the whole week. Um, they start the Murray Bridge and roll down the road. And, you know, it's it's always a bit of a go. Like borderline to, to Warnable, what, and Avalon, that, like it's what, five, six hours sort of sort of trip, five hours. So there's a bit of a bit of a haul to do each day there. But it's always exciting. I know a lot of fans get the buzz out of travelling with all the transporters down the road. They pull up at the venue or pull up in car parks at Coles and those kind of places and service um, trucks or service cars in the morning and fix stuff. 
and then uh, and roll on to the next show. So it's yeah, it's a great time of year. It's it's a big sort of festival feel, I suppose, yeah. for those that do that uh, that speed week run. It's five nights of racing over seven days, compared to that sort of spread out speed weeks over in the west. We run through track quality and how things have been for racing mm. so far this year. We'll take a look at WA first. The Motorplex has been pretty exceptional this year. Apart from one night where they're a little bit too fast on the top, a little bit too much grip on the top, they've really nailed it this year in terms of track prep. Hasn't chewed tyres up too nasty. Mm. We know that's still a talking point for people. Racing's been fantastic. The only downside, Bunbury struggled a little bit, and they have been open and up front and honest, put their hand up and said, hey, the first show we've run this season with uh, limited sprint cars, wasn't full open sprint cars there, limited mm. sprint cars. They struggled a little bit with tyre wear and said, hey, we know we've got to do some work, but there's still a little bit to go and we're not going to have it perfect by January. So there's going to be a little bit of hurt there and that's going to be a balancing act for some of those teams. So you sort of know what you're getting at the Motorplex and now you know what you're going to get at Bunbury. On the other side of things, Murray Bridge this year been pretty consistent. They've had some really solid racing at Murray Bridge and they've made some steps to improve how they've prepared down there. Borderline, you sort of know what you're going to get. Avalon last year was absolutely fantastic for sprint car racing. It was exceptional. Like there wasn't a bad sprint car race there all last season. They struggled a little bit the opening night of the season with that SRA show. So a little bit of the unknown. And we, of course, know that Warnable, we're not kicking kicking or beating a dead horse or anything here. We know that those guys are working and it's something that has been discussed. And we've, we've sort of gone from one side of the bracket to the other. We've gone too fast and then too dry and too slick and we're working on tyres. So a little bit up and down there. It's Generally, you're not, you're not going to get too many bad races come speed week time, though, with that quality of field. That's exactly right. The important thing is, from the track's point of view, that they're trying to manage for the teams, and this is important, there is no left rears available at the moment. The tyre problem is major right now. There's plenty on the way. Those guys are working on all of that. Some of that shipment coming is that harder compound too that they raced in America this year. So there's, that's another X factor that might play out as we see at the summer. There's going to be people that can only purchase the harder left rears versus the guys still running some of the softer compounds. So that'll play out. There's still none of them tyres available. That That is all all coming and is due to arrive at Murray Bridge on Boxing Day. So um, from a track's point of view, they're trying to manage that with the team so they can get through the summer, which is most importantly because if things are rubber down and ugly, these guys are going to burn, you know, two left rears a night and they're not going to get – there's not going to be enough tyres in the country to get to the classic in the Australian title. That is a simple fact yeah. right now. It's, it's not sensationalist. It's realistically – it's – it's been a hangover from COVID. Nobody's been able to catch up with all the drama that happened during That's that right. uh, during that period. So the logistics behind all that sort of stuff has been a massive hangover from that. So that's something to keep your eyes on, but probably a little tick in the box for WA. You know what you're going to get at Bunbury. You know what you're going to get at Perth. There's a little bit up in the air with what's going to happen mm. across uh, across speed weeks across Victoria and South Australia. But So there's something to, to play with uh, for people tuned in at home and everyone going to the venues. Now, we compare the American drivers. This time of the year, everyone loves to talk about the Americans coming out. We start first with uh, Clay for View Sprint Car Speed Week in South Australian Victoria. Aaron Wrightsall and Chase Randall. You've heard Wayne Audra mentioned it. It's a Texas two-step, a pair of Texans coming out. Aaron yeah, Wrightsall, like a polarising figure in sprint car racing. He doesn't care what people think of him. He's just here to win races and have fun. And So it's exciting to see Wrightsall and the whole Salem Motorsport crew do the entirety of Speed Week. And, of course, mm. Chase Randall last year was the sole American that did the entirety of Speed Week. Coming back this year, it was rookie campaign last year. He's got a lot more races under his belt. I, he'll be a win or two this year, I'm, I'm tipping. No question about it. Podium's easy for Chase Randall. Big fan. RP Harris is a fan of Chase Randall. Can't wait to see him go around. I love Aaron Reitzel too. First time I interview, interviewed him at Parramatta Speedway one night. 
the guys on edge, just a cool guy to talk to, shoots her on the hip, stands by what it believes in, says it how it is, doesn't sugarcoat anything, and stands by everything he says. And I love that. I love that about Aaron Reitzel. He's a great guy, great character to have around, and um, he will dy- be dynamic on Speed Week this season. He really fits that persona of a Texan. Yeah. He is he is a perfect Texan. He's Honestly, it's going to be exciting to watch him run a really full program here in Australia this uh, this season. We look over to what they're doing for effectively what's dubbed WA versus USA Speed Week over at, over in the West. They just do Americans right over the Christmas period. We'll talk to Gavin Migro about that a little bit later on and some of the steps they have to take being so isolated from everyone else. We're not going to get guys to travel across and mm. do one or two races here. We've got to sort our own program. It's a stellar lineup. Rico Abreu, we've mentioned him earlier on Speedway Nation earlier in the year. Finished second in the High Limit Series this year. Had 12 wins on national tours over in the States. Did 68 races this season. Just a few. Yeah. Uh, he's there from Boxing Night, of course. Brad Sweet, five times World of Outlaws champion. He's going to run the High Limit Series next year. Everyone that's in the Speedway know, knows all the goings on with uh, sprint car racing over in the States. 77 national tour races this year. Just average finish of fifth every time he rolled out. That is just insane. 12 wins again as well. Over 400,000 US dollars in winnings this year. Just a just a casual year for yeah. Brad Sweet. No problem. Corey Eliason, he's back. He's picked up a couple of wins this year. He ran 60-odd races in the States. And, of course, Brock Zierfoss back over in uh, over in the West as well. He's run 78 races this year. So plenty of races for those guys. I I don't think it's a comparison. The U.S. lineup is just stronger in, in the West, and that's just the way they've done things. They really bolster their program with those American drivers. Yeah, and exciting. The, the, the Motorplex and Bunbury will have people hanging out of the rafters to watch that lineup. It is a formidable lineup. Um, there's no question about it. Rico ripping the fence at the Motorplex will be worth every dollar um, of your pay packet, packet over Christmas. Um, he is just a live wire. Super impressive. Um, will he beat Brad Sweet? Will Brad Sweet beat Rico? It's dubbed a, a bit of a two-horse kind of race over there. No disrespect to the other guys who are equally impressive. Um, it's not out of the realms of possibility that either of them will, one of them will sweep um, the entire series. Not to be disparaging for the guys in the West as well, but they've got Dane Kingshot, multiple feature race wins already this season. James Inglis leads Maddington Toyota Series points at the moment. Mm. He's staying in the Diamond Bay 26 all se- all season long now. He's not jumping out to let an American come in and jumping back in. Callum Williamson back in the seat from Boxing Night. That's exciting. Regardless, at the end of the day, pick who you want for whoever's got the more pros and cons. But either way, with streaming options around, you don't have to miss either. You can watch one live at the racetrack, catch the other one on streaming. It's a wonderful week for sprint car racing fans, Ryan. It is. Clay per view, multiple screens, multiple devices. Even if I'm at a racetrack, um, it'll be all happening thanks to uh, SRV, Road Freight and Clay per view. Yes, we're, uh, we're looking forward to what is coming up at the Sprint Car Speed Week. We'll be right back on the other side of this. Thanks again to SRV Road Freight Services. We'll be back after the break. This is SEN Speedway Nation for Clay Purview. Watch Speedway Live or On Demand and SRV Road Freight Services. Excellence in motion. Welcome back to Speedway Nation. Thanks to Clay Purview. You can watch Speedway Live or On Demand. Ryan Harris, big week coming up for Formula 500 drivers and Formula 500 junior drivers. There's Speed Week. Big, big, big program for these guys. December 27th. Uh, Simpson kicks it off, and then they race at Lang. They race at Lang for the Ken Wilkeshoot Classic. $5,000 to win for a Formula 500 race. Portland, Warnable, Avalon, Borderline, Simpson, all over a, I guess, 10-day period. Massive week of racing for those guys. Well, it's something that's been around forever. I, I, I've i still got an Oval Express <laughs> Formula 500 uh, Speed Week hat. So it's been something that's been around for a long time. 
yeah, the, as you say, the Ken Wilshire Classic 5,000 to win. The junior Formula 500s play support to that as well. There's about 20 of them that sort of travel around. They break off at a few places, like when they're at Portland, they go to Avalon and those kind of stuff. But it's a great series. It's been around forever. Um, yeah, it's really cool for the Formula 500s. They all get around it. Um, it's a great well, it's a great time for Formula 500 racing. Certainly is. And uh, Formula 500s Victoria, their socials do a wonderful job of keeping up that. Mm. Keep an eye on there. Formula 500s Victoria socials, great. Speaking of great, let's talk about uh, the great man from uh, the Perth Motorplex. We caught up with Gavin Migro uh, a little bit earlier on. So it's fantastic to be joined by uh, the main man over at the Perth Motorplex, Gavin Migro. I know it's a busy time of the year, so I appreciate you taking a little bit of uh, time out of your day to, uh, to join us. But uh, what a wonderful Christmas season we've got coming up in the West. Amazing. Um, I sort of pinched myself a little bit. I mean, for me, this is like the most exciting time of the year ever since as a little tacker, um, you know, having um, Americans come and stay at our house and, and stuff like that. When my dad, Con Myra, was promoting uh, Claremont Speedway back in the day, uh, for me, Christmas start Boxing Day for us. So uh, we're really excited by the opportunity to be hosting some world-class Americans this year. And, um, you know, things are, things are very great in the West right now. Well, we, we touched on that a little bit earlier in the, in the program on Speedway Nation, just uh, the strength of both uh, Sprint Car Speed Weeks across, across the East Coast and the West Coast. Your American lineup is probably the strongest we have seen for effectively a domestic scene um, ever, realistically, in Australia. Like, we've seen really strong lineups come out for a World Series run or some big races at the Classic, but you guys have a wonderful lineup for, uh, for six big nights over in the West. Absolutely. Um, you know, really proud. We've got some great you know, really partners with the race teams in WA. We're, we're all, you know, what's so great, it's such a unified approach. You know, we're all very, very much for the greater good of our sport. And, um, you know, the car owners just buy into what we do, um, you know, right down to, you know, the, we've got some, one, like I said, wonderful car owners, a great series as well in the Maddings and Toyota series, the Sprint Car Entrance Group. We, we're just all rolling in the right direction. And, um, the, you know, the benefit of that is to see this type of a series, you know, and, um, you know, whilst there's a, a financial commitment to uh, from us as a promoter um, to the race teams, the race teams are still spending a, a hell of a lot of money on um, on financing um, these drivers to uh, to Australia. And, um, you know, the, the benefit will be, they will receive benefit, obviously, with um, Intel, of course, and racing um, and also get to see their car going really, really well, hopefully. And um, and we get the opportunity, or the fans get the opportunity to uh, to see to see some of the world's best here in Perth. And it's a lot cheaper than an airfare to the US, isn't it? It certainly is. It's uh, it's not real cheap to get over the States at the moment. But uh, so we'll touch on uh, just, just that American lineup in just a moment's time. But season to date so far, not just sprint car racing, uh, across the, the platitude of divisions that you guys have rolling out of the motorplex, been fantastic racing. Like full hats off to your track crew and everything there. It's... um. The racing every week, you know what you're going to get when you roll up to the Motorplex. One night, we've been a little bit faster than the top, but apart from that, the racing has been just top-notch every night out. It's um, It's been nice big crowds. It's it's just been a wonderful way to start the year, really. Absolutely. I mean, we, we've, you know, four, four nights so far this season and all been above-budgeted crowds. Um, just a real buzz around the fraternity. Um, you know, Mikey Rimmer, my, my right-hand man, and on the track side of things, does an amazing job. He's just an amazingly talented young man and just privileged to have him as, as my teammate and, um, you know, doing the racetrack. And, um, you know, he's a young guy that's um, learned a lot of stuff, obviously, by travelling to America and, and and learning his trade. And, you know, our racetrack is, you know, is, is brilliant. We're very, very proud of it when we get it right. I mean, and, and we're pretty consistent now, so we get it pretty close. And, um, 
you know, it's one or two water, loads of water either way is probably the, the only little issues. But, um, you know, we, we're seeing improvements all the time. And, and, and you know, I know Mikey's extremely excited to be you know, able to showcase it to, uh, to some international field. But, you know, our crowds have been great. Our sponsorship revenue has grown. Um, you know, the, the Speedway industry, our season memberships grew this year as well. And it's really interesting because history shows that after Australian championships, you know, where you, the sprint car championships in particular, the across the board, across every track in the country for, for history, um, the numbers tend to drop off, your crowd numbers, your competitor numbers. We, we've The last time we hosted it was in 09 and then again last year. Um, we've actually seen the reverse to that. And each time I'm thinking, you know, surely it's, you can't just keep growing, but it, it actually has. And, and you know, our, right across the board, like you said, I mean, this weekend we've got, um, you know, the uh, the Boxing Day, which is Speed Week, USA versus WA Speed Week, round one. We've got 32 sprint cars, you know, just unbelievable. We've got 23 late models. We've got uh, 34 wingless and 20 speed cars, you know, and it's it's a little scary because you've got a, you've got a schedule for that. <laughs> um, you guys, obviously, working at Toowoomba would understand those challenges that you can have, but... Um, but the cool thing about it is, is that the 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 industry in WA is very very um, very buoyant right now, and everyone's um, you know drinking our Kool Aid, I guess, and take and we're taking them on the journey, and they're all joining us. So that's really important. But you know, it all probably started, Jared. Probably started. Um, I reckon COVID probably uh, when the lockdowns and all that happened, we it probably actually helped us because what happened is a lot of our local teams all of a sudden the top teams that we've had were prevalent travellers. They started, they started to stay home, um, you know, and then from there, um, all of a sudden, everyone started to look in their backyard a little bit more and then thought, geez, we actually do have it pretty good here. You know, we've got a great product. We've got, you know, great racetrack, great pit facilities, all those sorts of things. And the systems are all very, very easy. And, um, and, and we obviously have a fairly strong marketing as well. So, you know, the sport has all benefited from it. And, you know, and even down to the, you know, the, the speedway industry, you know, selling themselves and selling their sport on the social media platforms, you know, the Instagrams and 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 um and Facebook and stuff like that, where they're actually sharing and telling people to come and watch the races. It's just phenomenal the the snowball effect that that it's created for uh, for Western Australian speedway. It's fantastic to see at the moment, and I suppose that if we continue on with that with the American driver lineup, they're going to have rolling in boxing night. You have Rico Abreu there. Obviously, he's got a monumental following around the world and he's got a million Australian fans. I'm sure there'll be the place will be flooded and you're going to be joined by Corey Elias and has obviously done a big program with you guys the last few seasons, Brock Zierfoss as well. And then Brad Sweet rolls out on December 28th. Uh, you must pinch yourself when you go, Hey, this is the lineup of drivers we're bringing to race our local talent. It, it's so cool. I mean, we, we have a, you know, a great relationship with Luch Fonte and Luch has been a mate for a long time. And, and we sort of have a bit of a gentleman's agreement that, you know, when he wants to field a car, we'll do a deal. And um, and, the, and the same with Sean Curran from Gold Star Transport and, and and the same sort of deal. And then, like, several months ago, this Rico thing sort of popped up a little bit. And, and I, I sort of thought, there's just no way we can make this work. And and anyway, the, the deal was happened very quickly. He's a wonderful young man. He's, you know, without doubt, probably the most exciting spread car driver on the planet right now. Um, his social media presence is probably by far the biggest of the big name drivers, um, and 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 we get to benefit from that. So you know, to me, it's just the match made in heaven. And then we've been sort of discussing probably since August with Brad Sweet, kept it very much on the lowdown um, through his um, you know TLC and uh, Landrigan Motorsport team. 
and they were very, very keen to to have him come to Perth, and naturally we were very, very keen to have him, but I wasn't too sure whether we had to make it work, and 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 um, he's very keen to come and see the sunny west, and um, very keen to have a little bit of a holiday here, and and um, you know on his weekends he can have a bit of a play on, on in the clay, so to speak. So uh, he will just do our races um, here in and and at Bunbury, which is a great boon for uh, for um, for up way down in Bunbury as well, and. And we were proud to broker those deals to allow those guys to go in Bunbury. And that's what our unique partnership with Bunbury Speedway is as well, to uh, being unified and making sure that we, um, whatever we can get, we can provide for them as well, because it's great for speedway racing in general. It's uh, it's a fantastic place to be in at the moment, WA, for sprint car racing. And as you said, speedway racing in general. Of course, first two nights you can catch on 7 Plus with their coverage, which is really exciting. Clay, have you bringing your live coverage on uh, January 1st and 2nd? Big, big week of that Christmas period coming up. Night Thunder doing wonderful things over there as well. It's uh, it's an exciting time. Gavin Migro, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We're really looking forward to uh, to Speed Weeks over in the West. Good on you. Really appreciate the effort and keep up the good work with what you guys are doing as well. It's uh, it's absolutely fabulous to be a part of and let's keep, uh, keep going to the moon. Great. Well, fantastic to catch up with Gavin Migro, the uh, General Manager at the Perth Motorplex. Wonderful lineup of racing coming up on Boxing Day. Keep your eyes on Toowoomba. All the speed weeks, SRA at Avalon. That'll be exciting as well. Keep your eyes peeled on Clay for View. A big thanks to Clay for View for presenting this episode of Speedway Nation.